0: Hello, and welcome to the Irish Memory Box, brought to you by Irish Community Services. ICS is an immigration and social services provider located in Chicago. The Irish Memory Box fosters a more vibrant sense of community by connecting people of Irish heritage from different generations. It is a new way for Irish generations to communicate and learn from each other.
1: Hello and welcome to the Irish Memory Box. Um, how are you today, Father Mick?
0: I'm very well. I had a
2: busy day here in the office. Um, Wonderful. As uh, everybody know, I'm with um, St. Patrick's Missionary Society. So my name is Father Michael Madigan. I'm known as Mick. And uh, I'm a member of St. Patrick's Missionary Society. Uh, we're mostly Irish, and we work in Africa and South America and in the Caribbean, mostly in Africa. Uh, so I spent 25 years in different parts of Africa before coming to um, Chicago. So I'm very happy to be on this podcast. Here's awesome. Evely and Grace and anyone else that is listening to us. Um, it's a great idea. And uh, especially in these difficult times with this pandemic, it's so hard to connect with people. So I'm looking forward to the questions that Everly has for me. I hope there's no trick questions (laughs) and uh, I hope I can answer them. So I'm looking forward to this conversation. It's a lovely idea.
1: Thank you, Father Mick. Um, And Everly, would you mind introducing yourself to the people who are listening?
3: Yeah, my name is Everly Murphy. I'm eight years old. And a couple of things about myself is I really like to dance and sing and act and make art. I have curly red hair and I really like playing Irish tunes on my fiddle.
1: So Everly, you, whenever you're ready, you can ask your first question.
3: Okay, so my first question is, where were you born?
2: I was born in a place called Limerick City, which is in the southwest coast of Ireland.
3: And where have you lived in the world?
2: Well, um, I lived and worked in Ireland, of course, till I got ordained as a priest. And because I belonged to a missionary society, uh, I went. I was sent to work in Africa. That was in 1987, and I went to Zambia, which is in Central Africa, in a very remote region, uh, for four years. And then I came back to Ireland for two years. And then I went to live in Nigeria, in West Africa, in the city of Lagos uh, where Grace's family comes from. So I had nine lovely years in Lagos, in different parishes. And then I came here to the United States, to Boston, to study for two years. And then I went back, and I went back to work in South Africa uh, for another seven years. And then I was sent here to work, and I came here on the first of August in 2012 so i'm eight years here now in chicago and i love it
3: um second question Mm -hmm. um what did you like best growing up in ireland um
2: where i grew up in the city of limerick i lived on a big housing estate and um there was a lot of boys and girls um my own age so we had every area had its own gang and certainly in the summer we used to spend a lot after breakfast we, where our housing estate was it was near the countryside as well so we'd be out all day climbing trees and jumping streams and playing football and it was lovely it was very carefree when the weather was good uh, when the weather was bad it wasn't so great because you were stuck at home So, um, I like school, Um, I went to the Christian Brothers' school, but my my best memories have been with my friends uh, during the summer holidays and all the things we got up to, playing games, playing pranks on our neighbours and everything, so they're my fondest memories.
3: Um, that sounds really fun. And what was your favourite meal when you were a kid?
2: Oh gosh, it changed. my my favorite meal was we had a thing called fish fingers. Did you ever hear of them? So uh, there were bird's eye. No, they weren't actual fingers, but there were fish pieces that were made. They were about four inches long.
1: I think they're kind of like fish sticks.
2: Fish sticks, and uh, and we'd have well, what you would call French fries? We used to call it chips and beans and sausages, so. When I was young, I used to like that kind of food. But then as I got older, uh, it changed a bit.
3: Um, did you hear a lot of Irish music growing up? And what's your favorite tune?
2: Um, yeah, there was a lot of um, music, say, on the radio and the television. Uh, I had a broad interest in music, pop music. But I always liked Irish music and folk music. Oh gosh, my favourite tune. Oh God, there's so many of them. Uh, There's a tune on the tin whistle called uh, The Lonesome Boatman. Did you ever hear it? I'm sure you'll come across it. And then there was another... um, There was a couple of other Irish tunes that I liked as well, but that was one I really loved. And um, different groups at that time, folk groups. But that was one of my favourite tunes.
1: Do you play any instruments, Father Mick?
2: Uh, Do you know, I've a very good musical ear, but there's a thing called the recorder. It's like a flute, remember that?
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, My father used to play it, so he taught me music. And so I went, oh God, I was a student in Kilkegan, studying for the priesthood when I took it up. So I used to play for my own amusement. But that was years ago. I think my fingers are too stiff now. But, uh, but I love music. I love Irish music. I always have
3: the next question is what year did you become a priest, and how did you realize that was what you wanted to do
2: oh god that that's that's a big question My, I got out in in nineteen eighty seven on June the thirteenth um when I left school, I was working for about eight years at different jobs but um I suppose back then my family were very involved in the church as I was, and um, so God was and is has always been very important to me. It doesn't mean that I was a holy Jew all the time, but you know when you're young you do different things. But um, I think as I got into my twenties, as I say, God was important and. I was always attracted to the idea of becoming a priest. And so uh, after a number of years working, I decided the, 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 the desire to be a priest was getting stronger. So I said, I better do something about this. And I did, and I applied to the society I belong to, and they accepted me and so it went on from there.
3: Cool, um, so my next question is what was a very special experience or one or an experience you really liked that you have had in your life?
2: Experience. well getting ordained a priest was a very special day for me. um I got ordained in our own society house, but all my family were at it, and some invited friends so um it's probably a bit, a special day for me, a priest, the same way. Uh, the wedding day for your mom and dad were very special as well you know it's a big choice in life and you're going to live that way for the rest of your life so that was a very very special experience um uh different experiences in africa um in the places where i worked and with the people with whom i worked um working with people uh was always a, a very moving and special experience Uh, with people too but I think my ordination stands out as a a very important uh, and uh, I have a younger brother he's five years younger than me so I married him I I did his wedding and my sister-in-law so that was another very special family time as well.
3: My next question is what's a really cool place I should visit when I get to take a trip to Ireland?
2: And of course, you know, we all love where we came from, but um, God, there's lots of places. I, I would encourage you to go to different, because Ireland, like America, is very different in different parts of the country. Um, so if you have the opportunity, pick maybe three or four places to go to. Uh, Dublin City is lovely. There's, there's a lot of history. and uh, yeah. uh, The West Coast, like Donegal, Galway. Um, that part of the country is lovely too, you know, the north of Ireland, Belfast. Have you heard of Belfast City in the north? Yeah. yeah. Um, there's great history there as well. Do you ever hear of the, the ship, the Titanic, that sank? Would you have heard that story? Yeah. Yeah. Well, in Belfast, they have a fantastic museum that tells the whole story because it was built in Belfast, the ship. And, uh, and up on the coast from there is a thing called the Giant Causeway. There's a rock formation. So pick a couple of places. Um, what part of Ireland does your father come from, do you know?
3: Um, Limerick, I think, maybe.
2: Oh, the same place as me. Oh, but that's why. Well, you definitely have to visit Limerick. Wherever your family come from, you have to say hello to those people there. Isn't it true? Okay. Okay, right, so I
3: um, what kind of games did you play growing up in Ireland?
2: I played Gaelic football and hurling and soccer. And because Limerick is built on a big river called the Shannon River, I did a lot of rowing. You know rowing on the river competitively. Um, so they were my sports that I played. And I'm a big fan of rugby. Do you know the game of rugby? Um... No, you probably don't. It doesn't matter but but they're the games I played.
3: My last question is, how can an American kid experience Irish culture in this country?
2: Well, it seems you're doing a very good job at that already yourself, uh, with your love of Irish music and playing it, and uh, being connected to the Irish community service, um, and the other young people you'll meet in that. Um, You have your own family, of course, who have a very strong connection to Ireland and um you know to you know to talk to your your father and the, about his family and where they come from uh, you can do it through reading are you on the internet do you, do you go on the internet yeah so you find lots of really uh wonderful articles about Ireland today and the history so that's there are the different ways in which you can uh, keep your interest and develop that interest in Ireland.
1: Thank you, Everly. That was awesome. You got some really great questions. So before we finish up, I just want to ask Father Mick, if you have any words of wisdom for the Irish community here? Well, I,
2: I suppose in the context of what we're going through these, this past year, has been very difficult year with the pandemic and now with uh, the election that we're just going through as well. Um, So a lot of these, um, they can create maybe a certain anxiety and fear, but there are also opportunities that uh, invite us to move out beyond ourselves because of the need that is there for support and for friendship. Um, And so when opportunities do arise, uh, predicting your own neighborhood, maybe every day with your family, there might be, say, senior people uh, living on their own, and this is a very difficult time for them because they're not able to go out and socialize as much. So to be aware of those and um, to find different ways of connecting. Um, and I think as the country transitions politically, um, there's been a lot of acrimony and division. Uh, but each of us in our own way can, can bring a kind of a healing uh, to that. Uh, by not responding immediately, maybe to negative things, but, you know, both sides, both parties, everybody has something to offer if we're prepared to listen to each other and try and understand each other. Um, I would also say, I mean, I'm eight years here, and there's a wonderful diversity of people. Like, you, you have an Irish background, but you're also American, so, you know, you live in two cultures, and that's, that's wonderful. That's a great gift and a great thing to experience that you have this rich Irish culture, and yet you have your own culture as American. But even out beyond that, you know, we have Latinos and Hispanics, and we would be the, the African American community. There's such a wonderful diversity of people uh, that make up the country that is America. And we can approach that two ways we can be afraid of it and be negative, or we can see it as a gift where we mix with people who are very different from us and we and sharing with them we can learn so much uh, about the differences that there and the richness that's there and we can share what it's like for ourselves and we can help that way to overcome the fear and often maybe the ignorance, uh and the prejudice that's out there as so, so that would be my advice. But We have great opportunities in life.
1: Awesome. Okay, well, Everly, is there anything else you would like to say before
3: you go? Do you have any advice for people? Um, not really. I, just during these times, kind of just think happy thoughts and smile.
0: So that brings us to the end of this episode. If you would like to capture Irish memories, Please email me, Grace at IrishChicago.org. If you know someone with a story or two, let me know. The Irish Memory Box is yours. <music>